don't even know how to start it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Let's fucking go. Good morning, sunshines. Welcome to Bad Bitches Make Their Beds. This is Michaela, your host. I just wanted to welcome you. Thank you all for your support, all of the sharing that you've been doing. And I just wanted to plug that if you enjoy what you're listening to and you listen to this on Apple Podcasts, I'd be sick if you could leave a review. Good, bad, the ugly, give me everything. I love, love, love feedback. I've had People that I don't know message me on Instagram and tell me they loved it, but I always am looking for feedback. Like, what do you guys actually want to listen to and what can I talk about? Today is exciting because we have our first guest star. So I want to preface this with I am not a professional. Everything that I've done with this podcast, I've learned on my own. So editing, recording, all of the cover art, everything like that I've learned and kind of done on the fly. So if the audio is not like it usually is. I apologize. I am working on it. I would say the audio is like like a 7 out of 10. Usually it's 10 out of 10. It's 7 out of 10. Um, we're trying it. I really am figuring out how to make this the best it can be so I can have more guest stars on today. Um, before we welcome our guest star, I just wanted to do the song recommendation of the day to set the tone for the week and it is, drum roll, every time we touch Cascada, you cannot beat this song. This is my jam. Put this song on and just tell me it does not make you happy. Happier. Just try. Just try. This is the EDM song of the century. It will never be beaten. Every time we touch Cascada, Cascada, however you pronounce it, this is my one and only song that you can play at any time of the day and it's going to make me happier and I want you to pause this, put it on now, listen to it, and then come back and tell me how you feel. You can't really tell me because you're listening to this, but you know what I mean. So that's the song recommendation of the day. This is a little fun fact is we have two parts to this episode. So this episode is about relationships. I have no, no experience in this realm. I'm very single. I have been single for a long time. I've never been in a relationship longer than three months. So that's why I brought on my guest start. Like there are plenty of people out there that are way smarter than I am or just know more on specific topics. So that is why we are here today. So looking no further, let's jump into our interview with my personal friend, amazing acquaintance, just overall the best human being ever nikki graber all right nikki uh tell us where you grew up what do you do now how how did we meet what let's get to know nikki graber my god here we go so um how i met michaela was at iowa state we were both personal trainers in exercise science and uh michaela i've I knew automatically I had to befriend her because um, she was going to make me a better person so I wouldn't be such a piece of garbage. Um, I had to befriend her for my own status. No, I'm kidding. Um, But yeah, we just hit it off, personal training and rolling around having fun. So now I work. Where did you, where'd you grow up, Nikki? What's, what's the Nikki Graber story? How'd you get here? How did I get here? I grew up in Southwest Iowa, Red Oak to be specific. Uh, and then I just went to college at Iowa State. And now I work in West Des Moines as a health coach, but I am going back to school right now. So um, yeah, we'll just see where the next path takes me. 
Can you tell the listeners what you're going back to school for? I know they are all wondering. <laughs> Here we go. I am going back to school to be a PE teacher so I can yell at kids all day. Older kids, I should mention that. Fifth through twelfth, the younger ones are not safe. <laughs> so, Nikki, what? Here's here's the million dollar question. What gives you the right to talk about relationships? What gives me the right? Uh, what gives you the right? Probably my history of serial dating. I just absolutely love to date for three years and then just say, never mind. <laughs> no, I mean, in all honesty and seriousness, um, I have always been the girl in relationships and I have learned so much from each one. Uh, and I'm glad they have all happened. Um, but yeah, I've been in a lot of long-term relationships, not just relationships, but I'd be out here. Okay. And mm-hmm. you're currently in one, correct? Oh, yes. <laughs> oh, yes. The best one. I mean. You've serial dated, but now you're with McLean. I'm going to say his name. Yes. Sorry, McLean. He's exposed. We're going to call him out. He's exposed. Um, I love McLean personally, and I would just like to comment that me and Nikki uh, have been friends since um, the personal training days, but also right when I met her, she was like fucking crazy in a good way. And just like a little chaotic energy that I needed in my life. And I feel like we definitely balance each other out. Like we mm-hmm. really, we really got that yin and yang going because you are very spontaneous and like a little bit chaotic yeah. in a good way, chaotic. you know? Yes. Chaotic. And I need that because being type A, like I don't do anything besides what's in my planner you know, so it is nice to have a friend like you. And in past times in my life, I've looked to you for relationship advice because you've been in long-term ones. um, And I think you've had some great guys in your life and the best one, obviously right now, but yeah, I am just so happy for you. And I'm glad that you could come on the podcast and talk about relationships. I think that you have a lot of good insight um, and it's a bit, you're basically a stand-up comedian. So Mm -hmm. that's what well, these people are in for a huge disappointment. <laughs> okay, so share how you and McLean met. How did you get to living together? Oh, yes. It has been quite a road. So back, back story. Um, McLean knew who I was in high school. but like, the, And I knew of McLean. Um, but I'm a snob. And like I said... I was always the relationship girl, so I never really gave him the time of day in high school because I had a boyfriend, and um, let's see, and then I uh, went to college, and I just happened to be a little single window there for a summer, like, I mean, Michaela's gonna go, <laughs> we're gonna, we're gonna dive into that, but um, <laughs> little single window there, and uh, I downloaded Tinder for the first time. I downloaded Tinder for a total of one day and within my first and within my first like three matches was McLean. Like he was right there and then here here we are. Um that summer was not intentionally supposed to be jump into another two, three year long relationship, but I I could not be more happier that it did and to be serious. So I need to interrupt and tell my side of the story (laughs) because I 
am having a great time. I'm a senior in college. I'm doing an internship. I come back. I'm like, yes, Nikki, let's go. I'm going to visit you in Colorado. You were there for the semester doing an exchange program. So I was like, yes, let's go. I show up and you have broken up with your boyfriend of like three years, two years. Um, and I show up and Nikki's single and I've never known Nikki single. So I was like, what is going on? How do I handle this? How do we do this? And it was fine. You know, we went out, we did our thing. I definitely, there was a time that we went out and you found a man, you danced with him all night and I had to find new friends because it was just me (laughs) and you. And, um, cool. I was like, yes, hot girl summer. I have Nikki with me. All the rest of my friends have boyfriends. Like, yes, let's go Nikki buckle up we're in for a ride we're in for a good time I get there I get to Ames in the summer where we were this asshole has downloaded tinder and went on one date and was like I'm gonna marry this man I'm gonna marry him and I was like fuck you first of all because we were supposed to have hot girl summer and second of all I've been on tinder for years and never met anybody I liked And so that was terrible for me, but then I met McLean and I was like, okay, you had to do what you had to do. Um, but that was my side of the story and I'm still upset about it and I'll never forget (laughs) you. And I had to have hot girl summer by myself. So fuck you, Nate. I'm just kidding. Um, so we love that story, but how Mm -hmm. did it, um, how did it transfer into you guys living together? Where are you now in your relationship? Please share. Right. So, um, like you said, I am spontaneous and, um, so yeah, we both graduated from Iowa state and we got our first jobs. And at that point we were only dating, not even a year, not even a year. So I moved in that summer with my friend Kate, who, uh, we lived together in Des Moines in an apartment and, um, well, long story short, McLean just made himself right at home (laughs) basically that summer lived with Kate and I and us three just had a good summer just absolutely conquering all Des Moines has to offer and um then after our lease was up for the summer because it was just a a summer thing uh Clayton and I were like do you want to be roomies or so here we are and now we've been living together for mm, two years maybe like a year and a half and it's going well right it is going well. Um, it's going well. I just want to solicit advice for everybody. Um, I think it is a little advice train here is because I obviously loved McLean and, um, but what I didn't know is we are, we're different. So like, I like things very clean. I like my environment clean and McLean, it doesn't matter so much to him. So um, that has really been the only ongoing disagreement that we have. And now we've come to terms that we have our sets. I don't want to say chores, but like expectations. So this place doesn't get disgusting and I hate my environment. So that is something you got to set right off the bat before moving in with someone is, hey, this is how I like things. How do you like things? How are we going to both live in an optimal environment 
Yeah, I think it's I think it's very similar, even though it's a significant other, like it's similar to having a roomie talk. Like when you room when you start rooming with people, regardless if they're your friends or people you don't know, like sitting down and saying, like, this is what's acceptable and this is what's not acceptable. Do you feel like that's kind of the same thing that you should be doing with your significant other? Yes. So you mean like what's acceptable, what not what's not acceptable in terms of living together? Yeah. Like normal yeah. would do, like like washing dishes, what needs to happen, um, you know, what happens if somebody wakes up earlier than the other, like just general respect and like talking about those things beforehand. Like, I guess you guys don't really have to deal with bringing any, any um, boys mm-hmm. or girls home. I'd be um, interesting. That would be interesting. But, <laughs> but yeah, those are always conversations I've had with new roommates. It's just like, sit down, get it out of the way, rip the band-aid so that you'd have less problems later on. Yeah, I agree that needs to happen. Um, I try to be, and that didn't happen at first for us. Like we're, we're not perfect. I would try to be really lax about things at first. And then it just like really built up because that's just not the environment I like to be in. I like a clean kitchen. I like a clean space. And um, yeah, so set those boundaries right away for the healthiest relationship, whether it's your significant other or any roommate. Yeah, I agree. What does um, being in a healthy relationship mean to you? So um, boundaries, space, um, having your own identity, um, doing things separately. I think it is so healthy to miss each other. Um, We, this is just what works for us. Um, On Friday nights, we do our things with our separate groups. He does things with the guys. I do things with my girls. And then on Saturday, we usually, both of our groups will come together or we'll do something just us, but um, that's how we do it because yeah, it's just, it's worked. I, we'd kill each other if we did every single thing together. I actually did not know that that was like a unwritten thing that you guys did. Um, And I love that. I think that's a great idea. And the topic of like balance, I know that's always been something that I've looked for in a significant other is like do you have your own life and identity outside of what you're looking for in a significant other which I do and I can't be bothered with anybody that doesn't have their own life and just like you said I think balance is so so important so there are people who I know um and not anyone directly in my life that I can relate this to but like a friend of a friend um to where her and her boyfriend they they do everything together and they cannot be separated and I just there's no balance there I don't know if they have friends outside of each other like do they you know rely on each other like what were to happen if you were to break up exactly would you have friends on the other side like could you lean to friends because that that would be just real unfortunate and shitty if you didn't I think that's why it's important, especially as a girl to have like, or a woman to have like your own friends and your own girlfriends, because if, or when shit hits the fan, like, do you have people you can go to that you trust? And that has been, you know, that's never really affected me because I've not been in a long-term relationship, but I know people that have, and like, you need to make sure that you're prioritizing your friend group and keeping, keeping in touch with them. Because if you're not like when shit does hit the fan, or if it does, like, no, they're not going to be there. I mean, it maybe they will, but like that just is the way it is. And I completely agree with your guys's mentality. And I myself have been out with you and McLean together as a couple, and like tear 
top tier a plus like the best couple to go out with because you guys do have your own identities and you're both I mean besides the fact that you're both amazing and hilarious like besides that fact is like you're your own people and I appreciate the shit out of that and I respect it like that's what I want in a relationship I mean on that subject how do you guys maintain your own identity like how do you besides like the Friday night splitting up and doing your own thing like are there other areas of your relationship that you try to maintain your own identity yeah so um we are both it's interesting because in a lot of relationships one is usually like more alpha and the other one is what's the opposite of alpha like beta, beta, i don't know beta kappa <laughs> <Hey. laughs> gamma phi <laughs> wait alpha and beta is that like a science thing i don't fucking know i don't know like the alpha ma- anyway not alpha <laughs> no not now that everybody's brain cells are burned <laughs> Um, I feel like it, a lot of times this is not every case um, one is more of the I wear the pants and the other one's like okay like you're, whatever makes you happy sort of thing and that is not every relationship so don't quote me but we are both very I wear the pants it is my way or the highway and weirdly enough it has worked out um, and that's how we keep our own identity so like if I say something like uh, let's go to the pumpkin patch and McLean's like that's stupid let's do something like fun let's go golfing and I'm like okay and and I don't get offended because that's what is he going to benefit from the pumpkin patch we could both have fun going golfing or going to the freaking trampoline house um, really fun but um, yeah I think it's keeping your identity for you and not changing for someone else I agree uh, completely. And I am curious how you guys, so it seems like what you just talked about revolves a lot of revolves. Is that the word I'm looking for? Involves, Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ. Um, Involves a lot of communication. So how do you guys communicate? You know, in what ways do you, has there ever been any issues that you've overcome? Like talk on communication. Yeah, so communication, and that's something um I feel like we're not perfect at like we definitely need to straighten that up um you know you could look at our texts and be like I mean they're just like one little sentence back to we, we never text it'll be like at store okay <laughs> going to gym okay want to come that's my kind of texting <laughs> um yes um yeah communication usually it's like calls so just call me quick like hey, I'm going to go to Luke's for a bit. Is that, is that cool? And not that I don't think anyone needs to ask anyone for permission, but it's just a respect thing. Like, hey, I'm not going to be home. Like, is that cool? And of course the other person is always going to say yes, unless you're like going to the strip club. Like I think at least, I think that's a big stigma is that like asking for permission is like, it's not really that you're asking for permission. It's that you're respecting the other human. Like, I like people are like oh that's so lame like that's so old-fashioned like does he own you like no I'm just respecting Mm -hmm. him and seeing if that's like cool with our schedule especially because you guys live together like fuck like if somebody doesn't come home like you probably want to know what's going on (laughs) yeah and that's happened a lot of times like we'll both just be out on Friday nights and we'll just crash at our friend's house because we can't make it home and it'll be a call like I yo I am not coming home and they'll be like, cool. The other one will just be like, stay yeah. there. 
Um, but yeah, it's also like a respect of time thing. So like, what if he wanted to go out after, after work, like, in, I don't know, go out to eat somewhere. And I just didn't tell him where I was going. That would be right. shitty. So. What are, I, I know this is, this is off the top of my head. So this is not something I prepared you for, but um love languages do you think that you guys have the same ones like what are what are your thoughts on that I love that question do I know the proper terms from all of them no so I'm gonna need your help but um McLean's is definitely physical touch um yeah you knew it um and not just with me I'd like to say that too um if he loves anybody he's gonna touch you if he really really likes someone and cares for them he will touch you and I love that he, I mean, like he's running up to you. He's basically making out with you when he sees you. He's so excited. So, so for any of the listeners, the five love languages are physical touch, um, shit, physical touch, words of affirmation, material gifts, acts of service and quality time. So you say McLean's is physical touch. What would be your number one love language? I really think mine is quality time that means the most to me because we are both such social people and we are always around other people um when we get that alone time it just it means the most to me whether it's him saying like hey let's go for a walk or anything like that um quality time yeah I am the same quality time is my number one and if any of the listeners if you guys haven't taken the quiz like there's just you can look up love languages quiz to find out um but I think it's really important I've also discovered I don't know if this is what you think Nikki but I've discovered that I like to receive quality time but I actually like to give physical touch which is really strange but I like what you receive and what you give can be different is there any differences for you guys yes and it's exactly the opposite almost so I am not a touchy person. Um, so I do not show my love and physical touch. I am totally acts of service. Like, Hey, I got this for you. Hey, I went ahead and did this for you. Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, it's funny to think about that you give and receive. Yeah, because I myself do not like physical touch is my second to last. Like it's really not, you know, I enjoy an occasional back scratch or like a hug, but it's not something that I need to survive. But when I really enjoy someone, like I want to spend quality time, but I give a lot of physical touch. I don't know. It's, it's very strange, but I, I think love language is important to talk about, especially because men don't really know what they are. If you do, and if you're listening to this and you're a man and you do know, like you're already in the five, the top 5%, you are grade A, good job. Um, but if you don't like really think about that, because it's important if, you know, if me and Nikki are in a relationship and hers is physical touch and I don't like giving physical touch, it's not in my top five. It's like not even in the top two, like she's going to be lacking something, you know? And I don't know why I just metaphorically put us in a relationship when we've been talking about you and McLean, it just felt right, but it (laughs) it felt right. Um, (laughs) but I think that's important to talk about before you even like dive into a relationship wholeheartedly for sure. I know you want to hit on this, so I'm just going to let you go off. What do you say, Nikki? I really would like to know as your friend, like, when are you going to get married? When are you going to have kids? What What do you say to people that are like that? People rushing timelines. I just really don't get why society loves to do it to the people who, and it's just, it's 
not offensive to me, but it's society has normalized it so much. It's one of those things when people ask me, I'm like, oh, you know, I don't know. Like we're in no rush because it's true. We are in no rush. We are having so much fun right where we are 24 dating. Um, and I just absolutely cannot stand when people, one time I had a comment thrown to me that was like, don't worry, your time is soon. And that just really pissed me off because first of all, I ain't, I ain't worried. Nope. Anybody else, this girl ain't worried. Um, I literally live with him. I know it's going to be him. I'm not worried. And that's not my first number one sole purpose in life is to be engaged and married. So I'm not concerned. Um, I'm not, I'm, I'm not worried. Yeah. So societal norms, I think a long time ago, like 1950s, 20, 21, 22, like if you're a woman, you're married, you're having kids, like you're popping those little shits out as fast as you can but I think though you know the longer time goes on now it's a lot more appropriate to be like 30 and just settling down as a woman and like having kids and I love that but I do think that people are taking a little longer to see that and like uh you know accept it because like everybody knows that that having the 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 age of childbirth is like a lot later now because women and men are taking care of their careers first and they're settling down they're figuring out what they want to do not to mention how fucking expensive it is to have a kid and how not supported we are as women and men and couples that's beside the point but like I think it's shifted so much later but people haven't accepted that yet and they're still like oh you're 21 like you have a boyfriend of three years what's up with that you know like when are you going to get married and I know I completely agree with you that like why the rush like why there's absolutely no reason no and yeah to even kind of touch on the the kids thing before um I just realized I've really analyzed a lot of the things I've said and I have definitely said this to someone and I apologize like wholeheartedly because it took some thinking like why are people so when are the kids coming after because I have some friends who are newly married and I have some who are getting married and that question is so popular so when are you thinking kids and if you think about how insensitive that question is maybe they don't want kids to start with why are we assuming that everybody wants them And number two, maybe it's not in their cards. Maybe medically they cannot have kids. So why are we bringing up a situation that is no one's business, but the couples? And I don't know. That's one that I really don't like. I love that you commented that it's not like your worth does not depend on getting engaged and getting married because this hit me like a ton of bricks when I listened to a podcast they're talking about not having children and like they were talking about how why are my academic achievements not celebrated like a fucking engagement is why are my career achievements and my career goals and like moving up in your job like why is that not celebrated for women as much as having a child like it is not my sole purpose on this earth to have a child I exist so I'm worthy and that's it and I, I think that yes. ties in perfectly to what you said about even if you do have a significant other, like your worth is not tied to that significant other or where you're going in your life. You could live together, not get married for the rest of your life in no, that would be nobody's business besides your guys's. Yes. Yeah. And even just to clear things up, if McLean asked tomorrow, I would say yes. I mean, I love right. McLean. I know that it's going to, we're going to end up together and for that sole purpose. 
I'm in no right. rush and neither is he. I, I mean, I don't think. <laughs> um, um, yeah. We're just, we're both having fun and being 24 right. and rolling around. <laughs> I think also the fact that you said that because you know it's like each other that you are in no rush like that's such a powerful statement because I feel like people sometimes rush an engagement because maybe they don't know like maybe they're like oh shit fuck maybe if we get married like we'll figure it out yes and something I want to touch on on that and this is something I read um it's just it's more common in society for women to push it where's my ring when's it coming when's it coming and I saw something that's like yo, if he wanted to, he would have. So let that sink in. And there is absolutely nothing wrong with wanting to be engaged and married. It's actually quite normal if you love that person very much. To rush others, don't do it. And if if that is your number one goal, no shade, absolutely not. I have um, lots of friends who are married are engaged and know that wasn't their sole purpose, but they're very happy and I love them and their husbands or fiancés and everyone's just in different phases of life. So let's not rush where yeah, a person is. I, I agree. And that just coming, that comes down to living your truth, whatever it is. Like if you want to get married and that's your sole purpose, like fuck it up, be my guest, do your thing, find a significant other and get married. Like I think the whole point of this discussion is to talk about not pressuring someone else, like not putting your ideas on someone else, just because maybe that's what's accepted in society. I think pro- that is, first of all, that can be projecting, you know, like, oh, when are you guys going to get married? I'm only asking because I'm very single and lonely. Like, I'm, I'm not, I'm not <laughs> saying that that's what people do, but it could be what they're doing. So just don't push your ideas on someone else, especially on someone else's relationship, because that's between them, you know? I, I absolutely love you and McLean and, and the fact that that's how you guys think and that you're in no rush. And I remember I asked you like literally a year and a half ago, I was like, so when's the ring coming? And you were like, fuck you, Michaela. Like, I don't like, I'm in no rush. And I, so like I did that, you know, I think it's something that is just normal conversation when you've been dating for a long time and you're an adult, it's just normal conversation. But in reality, I could have been like, Hey, you know, your nails are a really nice color. What made you choose periwinkle? Like, that's a better question. That's a more relevant question. (laughs) Yes. Like, and if you think about it, it's so weird. It is so weird to ask someone like, when are kids coming? When is, when are you getting married? Like, what do you care? Like for why? I mean, this affects you. How How much are you stalking my life? Like, why are you so obsessed with me? (laughs) Mariah Carey, Mariah Carey. (laughs) so why are you so obsessed with me anyways um no I agree I think it's just like accepted conversation that people have and it doesn't need to be like the small talk we don't need it maybe just ask how early I like to get to the airport before a flight maybe that's a better conversation because it's two hours exactly if you guys wanted to know what about you Nikki are you I'm 45 there 30 I knew it I knew you were a 45 to 30 minute or I knew it and that's why we work together because we compliment each other so I want you to share with all the listeners because I cannot speak on this applicable challenge of the week for anybody that does have a significant other is in a relationship regardless you know regardless of what type of relationship if you have a significant other what would be their challenge for the week what would you challenge people to do to make their relationship stronger to learn something new to explore whatever yes so my challenge for others is to do something new 
doing something out of your comfort zone if it's something that your partner really likes to do trying that for them because you know that they like it like ice skating if you're not an ice skater but he loves it do it um and also yeah just new things like I agree and I thank you for coming on Nikki and talking about relationships in a way that I cannot thank you thank you for having me when this blows up don't forget me (laughs) I do have one thing to say to the listeners and it is go make your fucking beds Bye.